0: America's public enemy number one yeah. in the United States is drug abuse. And today's raids ended in nine arrests in 1770. He began pouring illegal drugs from Mexico yeah. into the U.S. decades of- drugs. We have increased seizures of illegal drugs. Shortages of marijuana are now being reported. A There's no shortages. Sacked by nowadays. the Philippines' uh,
1: new president. No way. His orders to uh, his people and his police Kill them. It's a dirty, bloody war. It's a dirty, bloody drug war. That's what it is. Over in the Philippines. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Tim. What's up? And Dave. My astute colleague. We're here just to entertain your ears with some drug war knowledge and some stories of this crazy thing that we're experiencing it's it's unprecedented in human history all right that might have taken it a little too far (laughs) all right bullshit meter just went off no but on a serious note we have a good show lined up for this episode this is episode number eight and uh yeah we're here to do this, so well, let's do it. With no further ado, we're going to cover our first story. Usually we do a little summary, but to this episode, we're just going to surprise you.
0: Surprise. We're just
1: going to drop it. We're going to sprinkle it. Sprinkle it in there. This story is coming from France24.com, LaFrance24.com. The Brazil police arrested 26 and captured planes in a huge drug bust. And there was 400 officers involved in this operation. There was around 100 implicated people in businesses. They seized 47 aircraft, 13 ranches, 10,000 head of cattle. I don't know how. How do you seize? Cattle? <laughs> how the fuck do you seize cattle, dude? No wonder why it took so many people to do it. took It took four hundred law enforcement to do this operation in Brazil, because they had ten thousand head of cattle. <clears throat> no, all seriousness though. Forty seven aircraft, bro. <clears throat> That's a lot of a
0: lot of aircraft to seize. They
1: are flying it in left and right. They are tunneling it in left and right. They are shipping it in left and right. They're putting it in puppies' bellies. They're fucking putting it in in Santa Claus dolls. They don't give a fuck. These people had 47 airplanes.
0: but You, know, you know what would stop all that shit, right? What? And in the drug war. Damn. You just... <laughs> <Bam>. dro- <laughs> you just... Mic drop, uh, bitch. Mic
1: drop, boom. Yeah, so uh, we should really start an initiative. You know, we should really use our little bit of, uh, you know... A little bit of attention here on this podcast to really do something about it. You know, we'll have to talk about that later. If anybody has any ideas, I was thinking of starting a fund for maybe uh, people that were caught up in a bad situation and they need a defense attorney. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like somebody that got unjustly busted for possession and maybe they're a user or something happened where, it was unfortunate. I mean, I would defend all you guys that get arrested for drugs, for you know, for doing drugs and selling drugs, honestly, cuz I think there's a better way. But <clears throat> maybe there's something we can do. Maybe, who knows? Just maybe I'm just optimistic. But let's talk about this, man. This was down in Brazil. They found this they raided this place, man. 10 Ranch, 13 ranches. That is a huge... That's crazy. The drugs were transported by plane from Bolivia, Colombia, Venezuela. 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 (laughs) Venezuela uh, to Brazil, Europe, and the United States. Man, these planes were all over the fucking place. And it's huge. 23 flights that carried an average of 400 kilograms, 880 pounds of cocaine each. Making the total more than nine tons. You know, I looked something up. How many tons of cocaine you think they ship in this country a year, if you were to guess? Like, say, last year, 2018. How many tons? How many tons? That they can estimate. 100 million tons. Dude, you're fucking so... Dude, you're so fucking close. Am I? <laughs> no, not 100 million. No. a 111 tons. A hundred. That's it. it One hundred and eleven tons. Uh, I think that's. Under- you think those numbers? You think that number skewed? I think it's very skewed. I think so too. I thought it was a hundred and eleven ton million. Ton, no, wait. Did you say million pounds or million?
0: I said a hundred million tons.
1: Ah, oh, geez, that's a lot. There's no way it's a hundred million. Fuck yeah,
0: dude. <laughs> there is.
1: I. I, I believe they can make that much. I mean, they, they've made that much. But for one year? Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you said a year. A year. All right. 2018. All right.
1: That's a, I mean, everybody's ooting up then. I wish. All right. Let's talk about this next story, man. This is great. This is a college freshman. Uh, this is on the Insider. This is Insider.com. Not insider like apple cider but insider <laughs> that's a Bob and Tom joke man it's so bad so anyway <clears throat> Bob and Tom. I know dude fuck them dudes uh, a college freshman who prosecutors say created an app to sell drugs on campus could go to prison for decades if he's convicted this dude was genius man he had this app called banana plug <laughs>
0: insider dude <laughs> That makes so much sense now.
1: <laughs> oh, banana plug on the insider. So his name was Colin Howard. Uh, is, I'm sorry. He's a University of California Santa Cruz freshman, and he was arrested last week after the prosecutors said he sold drugs to undercover agents throughout the, the co- covert app that he developed. Sounds like he's a hell of a coder, dude. <coughs> no doubt. Colin Riley Howard, 18. Dude, he's young. Look he, at him. Look he, at the picture of him. Dude, he he's young. He looks
0: pissed as fuck, He looks man. pissed as
1: fuck. He's like, I, th- I thought I fucking, I thought I had my back end servers doing, going. You know, he he thought he had all the protections in there. How did they know it was me?
0: I mean, the name was genius. Nobody would think Banana Plug would be like a no. undercover.
1: Hey, dude, you want to get together, fucking get high on Saturday night? chill out play some ping pong or something yeah call get on banana plug <laughs> did you banana plug it yet <laughs> i sure did i put the order in dude should be over he seems pretty cool kid kid come over but anyways he sold more than we dude i see that cocaine molly shrooms all the fun drugs mm. all the ones you party with that is a marketing genius my my friends he is in a college atmosphere he's selling party drugs to the number one, you know, to the number one, what's the word I'm looking for? Demographic
0: hey, can for I, party drugs. Can I uh, Can I make a request? Mm-hmm. When you say my friends, can you say it in a Russian accent from now on? My friends. <laughs> Listen here.
1: My friends. <laughs> Perfect. This kid was a genius. He was a genius. So, anyways, he is a genius. I'm not going to say was. not like he's dead. He's just going to jail for a long time, and that's fucked up. I think we should do something about
0: this. You see that, man? A fine of $5 million, dude? That's bullshit.
1: Dude, the first two counts carry a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison with a $1 million fine. The second two charges carry a sentence of 5 to 40 years with a $5 million fine. So, this kid... Who developed the app to sell some party drugs on campus you know is gonna go to he has he's facing life in prison damn near dude that's a say he gets 40 and a 20 that's 60 he's 78 when he gets out I mean you know they don't really serve that much time ever but that's fucking stupid <laughs> fuck you California feds Who? who was it who was the one that put this big sting to put this dangerous drug dealer in jail do you see the
0: uh, the artwork for the app itself?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a banana smoking a joint. Looks like what is it? I don't know. It's a slug? Was, yeah, it's a no, slug. that's a slug in a cloud. I think he had. I think he had some of that
0: Molly when he made that. I'm thinking he shouldn't put his name. No, he shouldn't. A banana put his plug name. made by Colin Howard. No, he shouldn't have put that on the
1: app. He should. Mm, I wonder who's selling these these yeah, drugs on the banana plug. <laughs> <laughs> So who's the guy that's meeting with you, Officer Johnson? Uh-huh. I don't know his name, but I'm sure it's out there. We think it's Colin. We think Howard. it's Colin Howard, dude. Um, we feel for you, bro. I I, I think it was. Uh, I think it was a genius thing you're doing. You're probably working your way through school. Um, you're probably doing your thing. I hope you get off on these charges. And if I had a fund to to fucking be, you know, hire your defensive attorney, this would be the case that I would do it on.
0: Two positives here. First, is app still up on the Apple Store? So you guys, that's what's up. I mean, you know, Apple's kind of progressive in that way. They don't give a fuck. You would think if if this was obviously it was a successful app. I mean, the dude's getting fined six million dollars, so they must dude, have he thought was, he was he was falling. killing it. You'd think like Google or Microsoft <clears throat> or someone like that. Would want somebody with those kind of skills. Yeah, dude.
1: He should he's got skills, obviously, and marketing skills. I mean, he's not selling meth. He's mm. selling shrooms, he's selling coke, and he's selling uh Molly. And that's what they that's what them college kids want. They want a fucking you know, you're in California, you're gonna go hiking. Well you know? He did sell meth.
0: He did sell meth? Oh, ah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, but what? in college, that's fine, man. I mean, fuck. Dude, you
1: could do anything in college and get away <laughs> with it. Apparently. Oh, no. <laughs> apparently, from what they say. So, I mean, we're going to give a shout out to this guy. Colin Riley Howard, 18. You got busted in Santa Cruz fucking around with your app. But we think you're a genius. So if you ever get out, dude, we'd love to have you. Insider. Insider. So the next story we're dropping this on you is we talked about this in the last episode. This is our third time talking about it. There's a company in Oregon that made that grew 7000 pounds of hemp, sold it to a company down in Colorado called Big Sky Scientific for uh, in use for the for a wholesale CBD oil. And the driver was taking this shipment through Idaho. And Idaho State Police pulled this guy over and they confiscated all the hemp, man. They said it was marijuana. what?
0: It's just hemp. this is the <laughs> fuck it's just hemp.
1: They still have it. so this company, Big Sky, we should just say what's up to big Sky Scientific dude? can we
0: what's up, can big we tweet Sky?
1: Them? can we tweet them and say, tell them you know that we understand their unfortunate position? Yeah, we can. and really, this is a travesty. This is a bullshit travesty. You have a a product that is legal and you are shipping it through a state. It's not like they were stopping and throwing it out to the public or they were selling it in Idaho. Even if they were, man, it's fucking hemp. It's fucking hemp. It's like the fucking Constitution was made out of fucking hemp paper. Yeah,
0: it's like... Pulling somebody over for fucking having cotton.
1: Everything was. You don't know that Henry Ford used fucking hemp. Yeah. Millie Vanilli's dreads were made out of hemp. <laughs> They'll get. You don't know these stories of hemp. Hemp goes way back. You know. Fuck. Fuck. Next story. This is a good one. The mother and two sons accused in Patterson bust that nets sixteen thousand heroin packets. This is in the Jersey dot com website, and we got a we got a lot of uh, listeners in Jersey. So what's up, Jersey? Jersey. If I could say it like that, I would. But what's up, Jersey? Jersey. Michigan in the house, but we want to say what's up to you. You guys got some gangster motherfuckers over there, my friends, my friends. <laughs> You got some gangster-ass motherfuckers in Patterson, New Jersey, dude. A mother and her two sons are have 16,000 heroin packets. They're just sprinkling it. They're just sprinkling it like nothing. How old is this lady? I imagine she's a 56-year-old woman and her two sons. It's like the uh, mother and the sons on Goonies, man. <laughs> Remember their <they're> criminals?
0: <laughs>
1: what were their names? Does anybody know?
0: I don't remember, man. Mama,
1: but, uh... mama, mama something. They are like Italians or something. They were like broke out of jail. Yeah, so this is kind of like that, man.
0: Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys.
1: Yeah, this, Uh. they got confidential. The detectives here uh, in Jersey got a confidential information that a large amount of drugs was being stored in, at an apartment on 18th Street, and they were distributing various uh, dealers around the city. So... Yeah, 56 year old and her two sons. How old are the sons? Twenty one and twenty three.
0: Man, there's like there's way way too many snitches out there. Wait, wait, dude. Oh, dude. Why? Do do they get like paid or something? I mean, what's the? Sometimes I, I don't see the.
1: You know, a lot of times I think it's the competition. That's a good point. You know, it's a, it's a competitive market out there, man. There's lots of drugs to be had. We kind of learned that on PayPal. We I mean, did on eBay. Yeah, we did when we were on yeah. eBay. Yeah, that <laughs> was a great story. Um, it was a story of our first endeavor together. Really, I mean, no, we've had a few endeavors
0: together. This is the first semi-successful one. This
1: is, yeah, yeah. But when we sold those, uh, when we sold those Dr. Dre's beats. You should,
0: probably, you should probably go over that story a little bit, man. That's so this is so
1: Dave and myself we had a company that sold electronics, and I'm not going to say the name of that said company due to litigational <laughs> liabilities that may happen. So what we were doing is we were ordering Dr. Dre beats from China.
0: <laughs> so they're definitely real. So
1: they're definitely real. I mean, we had the actually the first person we bought them from. They were they convinced us that they actually made the beats and these were just runoffs or something, but they were really good. We got, we got a shipment of them and we sold them and we did pretty good. So we doubled down on cyber Monday. We doubled down on cyber Monday, man. We went for the fucking gusto. We, we underbid our Dr. Dre beats $10 less than anybody else. And we said we had 200 available, but we did not clearly breaking eBay rules. Dude. My friends (laughs) at 2 a.m. in the morning, we had like all 200 of them sold. We had like 100. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That we prayed that we that they'd make it here. Oh yeah, oh
1: yeah. We prayed they'd make it here in time for Christmas because this was Cyber Monday right after Thanksgiving, and they're coming from China to here, and then we still had to ship them to all the customers. So we start ordering the beats, and we start getting them in, and we're shipping them out. They were fake as fuck, man. They had. (laughs)
0: They had the European plugs on them.
1: <laughs> I mean, they were they were bad. They weren't the. We went with a different supplier.
0: The first supplier gift wrapped every single package for us with yeah. like wrapping paper, and like, it made through customs. Yeah,
1: customs had. We had no problems with customs.
0: Well, at that time, you know that how many time? customs took probably four or five hundred beats. Yeah, China. They'll keep sending them until they get them through. Yeah, yeah.
1: We had some connections in Shanghai or some shit. Shanghai, yeah, yeah, so, Shenzhen. Shenzhen. So, anyway, to further the story, we get we get these beats in, we ship them out. People complain, we have to give them refunds back. But we doubled down and got the rest of our. <laughs> we tried to get the rest of our stock in, so we we ordered enough beats. We put all the money back into beats. We had like thirteen thousand. We made like thirteen thousand dollars in one night. One night. And the problem was that they seized all that money anyways. Because <laughs> when people started complaining about them being fake, they they refunded all the money back to people. So really, I'm sorry to anybody that, you know, your money was delayed or you didn't get any money maybe, but mostly everybody got their money back. So it's not like, you know, we're some big scam artists because we're not. I mean, we were, but not that bad. So fast forward a little bit because all the all Beats got confiscated. Basically, all the ones that were coming back on that shipment were getting confiscated. We were getting letters from the fucking customs. They're telling us, you know, we were, you know, breaking these laws and stuff. Then, long behold, we get a letter from Dr. Dre's attorney, Ken Ho. Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre. Beats' attorney sent us a letter and said, you know, we understand fake Beats were taken at the border. (laughs) and we understand your company did it so i called the guy man because you know that's how i am i know pussy you know i was like fuck it i did it so i called the guy we had a nice conversation i told him exactly the whole story and he was like oh that's it like you guys just what that that was all he goes i tell you it says 400 bucks and we can settle this case i don't even know if i'm supposed to be talking about it right now honestly but I think there's like a statue of limitations. <laughs> I don't like fucking destiny, know. Man. Yeah, so, you know, sorry, Dre. I wasn't trying to take, you know, I mean, that Jimmy Levine, fuck him. If it's his money, I'll take it all day. But, man, Dre, you're my dog. And, you know, I wasn't, I was just on the hustle, man. I was on the grind. Yo, it
0: just, I know this has nothing to do with, with drugs or anything, but it's just amazing how these companies in China can make. The exact copy, like one-for-one one copy, man, of all this shit. Same packaging. Instructions. It's, it's, booklet. It's crazy, yeah. They weren't good
1: enough for us, though, man.
0: My customers, the ones I sold them to, I nobody complained, man. I must have had Yours. some bitchy customers. Yeah, you must have. Fuck.
1: It's all right, man. Lesson learned, lesson learned. It was fun. It was fun. So let's get back to the next story here uh, about drug busts. There's 170,000 doses of heroin and fentanyl seized in Philly. What up, Philly?
0: Damn.
1: On, on fucking Saint, on Valentine's Day. This is crazy. 170,000 doses you know of heroin hearts?
0: and fentanyl. You know how many hearts were broken on that Valentine's Day because they didn't get their fentanyl? Oh,
1: so many. So many. It's an epidemic there. Philly has the highest opioid death rate of any large city, 1,000 deaths per year. Thank you, Vicodin. Thank you, all you fucking pain killing pharmaceutical companies, for just giving free fucking prescriptions to anybody that had a backache. That's who I'm blaming that shit on. You want to blame it on the drug dealers? I'm gonna blame it on the drug, the
0: legal drug dealers. How about that? I don't even think it's. I mean, I think it's more the. I don't think the doctors should be blamed for that shit. I mean, some of them, like the pill mills and shit, yeah. But, I mean, most doctors were taking their advice from the, the reps that were coming from in. From the reps, saying, hey, yeah. And this is, you know, they didn't discuss the addiction and yeah, all that Yeah, last shit, episode man. we talked about that. They they hid it from the doctors. Yeah. They said
1: OxyContin yeah. was not addictive. Right. Or wasn't more potent than morphine. And it's definitely more potent than morphine. So that's fucked up. Well, Philly, this is the TheMorningCall.com, you guys. And this is a big drug bust. This is huge. Uh, Thirteen houses and fifteen vehicles were searched. They had a hundred and sixty law enforcement. Dude, that's look at that resource. No wonder why you got. You, they they swept the whole freaking city. <laughs> they swept the whole city. One hundred seventy. But you know what? That's going to be replaced by next week, next month. It's going to be replaced. It, it, they make more fentanyl than, and man. Th- that Chinese, I, I seen Trump was saying something about the Chinese. The Chinese are gonna have a, uh, they're gonna have the death penalty for drug dealers. I think is what they're talking about, and I think he supported that. So if I'm wrong, I'm sure I'll hear it. But something about that. Fentanyl's cheap to make in China, and they make a lot of it, and they send it here.
0: And it goes far, man. I mean, a little bit goes, a dab will do you. A, a dab will do you. A dab will do you
1: this is a next story here and this is on uh, news info this is on inquirer dot net news info they're going to hit you up with a uh, notifications thing no I don't want notifications even though this is a very short story and this is not covered and not as much as it should be this is a tarlac Where's Tarlac, dude? So this is a, pol- a poultry farm worker was killed after he allegedly resisted arrest and engaged policemen in a gunfight during a buy bust operation. Ronaldo Garcia, a resident of Barang- Barangay, San Francisco, Oh, this is in a different country, dude. I don't know any of this shit. Pampanga, Pampanga, Pampanga. God, I'm so ignorant when it comes to geography. Once again,
0: you ignorant.
1: I know. I'm glad my daughter's smart on that shit. She knows all the capitals and blah blah blah. So that's my vindication there. I, I produced offspring that knows that shit. I don't need to know it. But either way, he died on the spot after the police recovered. Uh, From him, a cigarette pack containing nine plastic uh, sachets of suspected shabu, crystal meth. Shabu. So they killed this guy, and they have, for a cigarette pack, a fucking meth, nine packets of it. And, you know, they're putting it on him. So this must be in, obviously, it's in Asia or something. Sorry for my ignorance, folks. My friends, we go to the next story. City of Flint, Michigan. You guys may know Flint. You don't know Flint like we know Flint. But Flint got some balls. They're doing some shit. They're suing a number of pharmaceutical companies alleging the creation and distribution of opioids causing a health crisis in the city. Holy shit, Flint. You ain't fucking playing. In the states that the marketing of drugs in Flint contributed to the creation of this. And we're talking about heroin. We're talking about fentanyl. We're talking about morphine and codeine. Mayor Karen Weaver said it's time for us to stand up and say it and say it no more. She's serious. They filed the lawsuit because like other communities across the country, the opioid epidemic has left a terrible mark in the city of Flint.
0: Uh, They're they're trying to cover up their whole water thing, man. She failed on the water thing, so she's like, ah, we're going to make the opiates now. The big issue.
1: Fuck that. No, I don't think so.
0: I don't Uh, think so. I I don't like her, man. It's my my opinion. What would she
1: do on the water, though? She fucked up the water? Yeah man. How, how so? How so did she fuck up the water?: She just fucked it
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, see, she's spending a lot way too much money trying to dig up pipes, and they got easier ways to do it, but she don't want to do it that way and this check: and
1: out, Check out these stats first before you before I'm going to change your mind here. All right, check out these stats. In 2016, Genesee County had an opioid prescription rate of 119.7 pills for every hundred people. For every hundred people, according to the data collected by the Centers of Disease and Control, it is among the ten Michigan cities with the highest number of drug-related overdose deaths in the last in the years between 13 and 15. That's crazy, dude. For every hundred people. There's 120 pills prescribed. That's a lot of fucking pills, man. When you're talking about a city of 50,000 people, them boats are floating all over the city. <laughs> <laughs> them boats are floating all Damn. over the fucking city, dude. Holy shit, Flint! I had no idea. Man, we should do something about that. And it's like, a m- like move there. It's a <laughs> it's a pop friendly place. Yeah, I mean, also gun friendly too. Yeah. Do more dabs. You Dab guys it. do. I mean, if you it. want to do that shit? Do some dabs. Ah, I love you, guys. I love you, Flint. Flint town. Okay. This is from theconversation.com, you guys. Just how big is the drug problem in the Philippines anyway? You know, d the president, you know, Rodrigo, He's the Filipino president down there. We talk about him all the time. Listen to what he said. Hitler massacred three million Jews. There's three million drug addicts. There are. I'd be happy to slaughter them. (laughs) I'm going to tell you what, President Diderte. We got to have a better nickname for this fucking cocksucker, dude. Cocksucker. Listen here, kick, You can't stick it. You can't stick Your country's poor, man. Listen, listen, just... If you're using drugs, he wants to kill you because he thinks you're worthless. You can never bounce back from them. You can never bounce back and be a normal person again once you do drugs. That's his defense. Especially meth. Well... But look at the reason people are using them. Watch this, bro. This is very This is very telling of it. It's a poor country. There's poor people there. over half the country's poor, like sixty percent of the country's poor they They have informational they have an informal economy um, where income opportunities are scarce and living conditions are harsh. The meth allows the youths to stay awake and work at night. It gives them energy, alleviates their hunger, and provides them with moments of euphoria in their difficult lives.
0: I mean, if you live there, you'd probably look for an outlet to uh, make it a little bit easier on yourself, I would think. But you wouldn't ex- expect to get killed for smoking a, a joint or something. No. But you would. But here. you would
1: here. Yeah. I think it's crazy. He said, I just read some other articles. He's going to get more down and dirty. He's going to get bloodier with this war. That's what he's saying. I'm going to get bloodier with this war. I'm going to start killing more drug dealers. I'm going to start killing more people that use drugs. You guys are worthless. You, you, don't, you don't even, I'm going to treat you like nothing, less than a dog. And that's fucking wrong on every level. And we should really be educating people and telling them about this genocide that's going on, because I don't think people know, man. I don't think people know. And um,
0: I mean, they're they're a poor. They're poor anyway. I don't see why they're wasting all this money. I mean, I, again, that's another example of a drug war gone bad.
1: We don't know what the answer is, but we know it's not that shit. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Pottles. That's Pot Bottles. Go to my pot, mypottles.com. There you go. Keep your medicine fresh. Keep your marijuana fresh. Made in the USA. You won't won't be walking around smelling like a skunk. Put code STASH in there to get 10% off your purchase. Mypottles.com with a P. There you go. That's the show. Enjoy.